0: Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We study the Acts of the Apostles, Lesson 2, Pentecost. This Greek word simply means the 50th. To be exact, the 50th day after. The Feast of Passover. So the Israelites they had several feasts, religious feasts during the year. And the first one was the Passover feast. And from there, from the first day of this feast, counting fifty days, then the next feast would start. And it would simply just named the fifties was the fiftieth day after the first feast and it was a feast of harvest and this is a special symbol because at Pentecost something very, very important happened. It is the birthday of the Christian church, the coming of the Spirit. We read in the book of Acts, written by Luke, second chapter, verse 1 and the following. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like the playing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire. And the effect, the disciples were able to talk in foreign languages. From one second to the other. They were fishers from Galilee. No special education. No professionals. And they were able to speak foreign languages fluently. Fluently. From one second to the other. Now, when this happened in Jerusalem, but I heard wind blowing, like a violent wind, hurricane. The people ran together. They all met in a temple and listened. We hear that they came from different areas. The people who were Jews and wanted to attend the feast in Jerusalem. When you have a look at the map here, we have here different colors. The light red color means this is the dominion of the Roman Empire around the Mediterranean Sea. And then we have this color and this. Light and dark violet. In these areas, Jews settled in the Roman Empire. Their home country, here. But many, many Jews traveled around and They stayed there, settled there. But when there were religious feasts in Jerusalem, then they came. They wanted to attend a religious feast at a temple in Jerusalem. This was a highlight in their life. And many, many of these Jews from abroad tried to be at least once a year in Jerusalem, trying to combine it with economic reasons, making bargains. But this tradition became a strong vehicle for proclaiming the gospel, as we will soon see. The gift of tongues. When this outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the disciples happened, this violent wind coming upon them, and tongues of fire settled on their heads. When this happened the disciples were able to speak in foreign languages from one second to the other. Now when Jews from abroad came, this could be from this area here, from here, Egypt, here in Libya, from the island, from here, even from Rome, they came from the far west, from the north, from the south, from everywhere. And these Jews from abroad, they of course knew the language of these areas. Those from Rome knew how to speak as the Romans in Rome. Had the language, and so on, those in the area of what is Turkey today. And when they came there and heard suddenly fishes from Galilee speaking a language they normally used on this island, or here, or in Egypt, or in Mesopotamia, or wherever, the people were speechless about the gift of speech, foreign speech, the apostles had just received. They were astonished, but not even astonished. They they ran and told everyone, "Listen, have you heard? And thousands, over thousands, ran to the temple area. They wanted to hear by themselves, is it possible? Can it be, is it just a, a simple saying of someone who wants to, to tell lies? No, it was reality, it happened, it happened. The Holy Spirit made it happen. I am an, I'm a teacher foreign languages and it's a hard time teaching pupils to learn a foreign language it's a hard time till they are able to talk in such a language understanding is before that and you need so much discipline and you have to learn diligently come to a level where you are able to speak in a foreign language takes a long time only babies they have an, an easier job they just listen to the tongue of their mother their mother's tongue and after some years they talk in their mother's tongue it's a miracle isn't it babies, they are able to learn languages, little children, languages they have never heard before, they hear their mother talk, 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 she keeps on talking, and they learn to understand, no grammar, no vocabularies, they have to learn this means this and that, They just start talking after a time, after a while. But here, fishes from Galilee could speak in foreign languages from one second to the other. Therefore, thousands came to listen. This miracle opened their eyes, opened their ears. They knew this is from God. What do they have to tell us? What is the message? What they want to transport in foreign languages. What do they have to say to us? We will see. Peter's sermon. Now when the disciples discovered thousands approaching the temple area, Peter stood up. He started preaching a sermon. He told the people, texts of the prophet Joel of the Old Testament, where it is pronounced and proclaimed that there will come a time when the Spirit of God will be poured out. And the people listened with interest. And Peter went on. Why? Why has God made it like this? There were some mocking people. They said, wow, they are drunken. They have drank too much wine. But it was nine o'clock in the morning. And the people knew, it is not the wine. They speak foreign languages perfectly. If you are full of wine, you are not able to do this. So they listened. And Peter went on preaching. And in this sermon, he made one thing clear. Listen. You people from Jerusalem and from abroad. We waited for centuries for the coming of the Messiah that he will deliver our people from the yoke of Rome. And the Messiah has already come. He has already been here. The one We've waited for centuries. He has been here, here in Jerusalem, in Galilee. He has walked around preaching for three and a half years. He healed every disease, whatever it was. A blind man, he could see. Speechless, he could speak. Not able to hear, he could hear when Jesus had touched him. Jesus healed one miracle after the other. It was simply great. And we discovered he is the Messiah. But the leaders, the leaders in Israel and Palestine, they did not want this Messiah. They wanted another messiah and they they did something oh, unbelievable they killed the messiah they had waited for centuries they killed him the messiah imagine When the people had the message that it was foretold that the spirit will be poured out, that the spirit will make us understand things we haven't understood up to now, the people listened with intense interest. And Peter went on. And then, there was the peak, the peak point in his sermon. What was it about? The exaltation of Jesus. Peter told the truth in his sermon. He said, you know, this Messiah, they have killed him. But although he was dead, he was not left there. He was risen from the dead. And now, he is in heaven. There was a resurrection and an ascension. And Jesus still lives or lives again and now he is back in the center of the universe in control of this universe and what he did for us is is the best what could happen to us he paid the price for a sin. He did what we never could do. The people heard the story of the Messiah. They heard that God had made him high. Although the leaders of the nation wanted to show he's a cheater. Therefore, he has to be killed. He's against God, although he was the Son of God, coming from the universe. And the longer the speech, the more silence you could feel. The people were just, just astonished. How could this happen? How could it be? The Messiah. He was killed. What will happen to us now? But Peter went on showing that Jesus Christ has a message. He had a message to tell. Good hope for everybody. New start is possible. You can make a turnaround. Now when Peter made his speech, more and more and more people came to the temple area. And they were impressed. And what they heard here, what they saw here, They took with them. And when these Jews from abroad, who had just come for the feast in Jerusalem, for the Pentecost feast, when they went back into their areas, to Egypt, and Kureen, and Rome, and this area, which is Turkey now, in former days, here were different names for all of these areas, Mesopotamia, This was the Roman province of Asia, which became the name for the whole continent today. When Jews who heard Peter speak in Jerusalem went back into their areas, wherever it was, the islands, they told the story they had heard there. So, the message of the gospel spread from Pentecost to the Jews who had heard it all over the Mediterranean Sea. All over. Therefore, God made this miracle to make it happen, to quicken the message. So that this gospel could be spread in no time all different areas in this Roman Empire therefore the gift of tongues the Holy Spirit showed what power he had and the people were impressed what would happen next what would go on now the first fruits When the people heard the sermon of Peter, they were shocked. They had killed the Messiah, the one who was the ruler of the universe. What would happen now? Of course, God the Father had risen him from the dead. The disciples had experienced the resurrection and they had experienced the ascension of Jesus to heaven yeah Jesus was still alive and he was again the ruler of the universe but what would happen to the murderers what would happen to the Jewish people what would happen to those who had waited but had killed the messiah had waited for the Messiah and when he had come he had killed. They had killed him. What? What could they do now? It had happened. He had been killed. What should they do now? In the second chapter of Acts. We read from verse 38 onwards. Repent. Peter said, repent. This means turn around. When you go by a car and then you discover, oh, this road leads nowhere. There is the end. So how do I get out? <laughs> There's only one thing possible. Turn around. Turn around. To the next crossroads so that you can come out of this area turn around repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit The promise is for you and your children. So he said, although you have made a big, 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 big mistake, you are able to make the turnaround. If you turn around now, you have done it because of misinformation, because of listening to your leaders. Turn around. Start a new, start a new life. And he told him, be baptized. Your sins will be forgiven and you will receive the gift, the power of the Holy Spirit. Now these were promises, imagine. You have a problem, you don't know how to, to come out of this and there's someone who has the solution. And the first fruits were 3,000 people. 3,000 people being baptized on one day. 3,000 baptized. But not just as we do it in certain denominations with the babies. A few tiny drops of water, no being baptized means completely being under water completely these 3000 experienced forgiveness of sin they had discovered we have sinned we want our sins to be forgiven and they went to the one who is willing to forgive jesus christ They asked him for forgiveness and he forgave them. He paid the price with his blood on the cross. Ah. There's his redemption. Your problems can be solved. Come to Jesus, he waits for you. Summary. The day of Pentecost, 31 AD. The year, the year when Jesus was killed, murdered, crucified on a cross. It's the year when Jesus was risen from the dead. The year when Jesus ascended to heaven. The year. When the Holy Spirit was bored out. 31 AD. What a year. Nearly 2,000 years have passed by. And we still talk about these happenings. We still talk about them. Why so? (laughs) Because the power of the Spirit, it was such an enormous power the people were filled with this power, the disciples and the listeners, they experienced this is God's work. God is with them. And a the holy shower they felt. And many, many, many wanted to make the turnaround and they repented started a new life and the gift of tongues had the following effect so many Jews from abroad were at this religious feast of Pentecost in Jerusalem and when they went back they told of their experience that fishermen from Galilee could speak in foreign languages in a chiffy just from one second to the other. They could understand them In their language. From abroad. And. The message. They could hear. From Peter's sermon. Your sins can be forgiven. The Messiah had already come. The one. We had looked for centuries. Who is prophesied in the Bible. In the Old Testament. He has come. And. The texts telling about his suffering, they were fulfilled. It was proclaimed far, far before it happened. So make you turn around. and you don't have to suffer. He will. Do something in you which will make you free. He will free you from your sins. If you're willing to come to him, repent, asking for forgiveness, and then you will experience forgiveness. Jesus' blood has paid for it. He has done everything that you can be released from your sins. Oh, what a message, what a story, the story of Pentecost, the birthday of the Christian church, outpouring of the Spirit, gift of tongues, message of forgiveness, message of repentance, new start is possible, living forever, no death anymore. Just life, quality of life, joy of life, peace and life. Quality which will never ever end. Living forever in happiness. What a message. Have you discovered this message for you? Have you asked Jesus for forgiveness? Have you already repented? Have you told him what you are ashamed of? What you regret? Oh, if it had never happened. It can be completely cut out of your life, of your past life. Chip, 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 chip. gone Jesus can do it he can be your best friend if you make him to your best friend have you already done that then happiness will fall it's the only true happiness resting in Jesus in peace forever amen